This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Cheapskate Show, everybody. Last week on the podcast, we talked about cheap phones. Today, it's all about cheap phone service. You're paying more than $50 every month. You're paying way too much. We're going to dive into the cheaper carriers and look at smart ways to make your move. Plus, there's a new indoor security camera on sale this week, and you will not believe how much it costs. Here's a hint. It's really cheap. I'm Rick Broyd, a CNET senior commerce editor, but better known as the Cheapskate. Joining me, as always, is the Todd to my BoJack Horseman, Dave Johnson. Dave, for the last time, it's time to move on and get off my couch. You know, I was going to say that I wanted to be Bojack in this scenario because I want to be able to say, shut up, Todd. But, you know, then I realized that Todd is also the coolest TV character in the history of TV, Jesse Pinkman. So all I have to say to you, Rick, is, I don't know, Mr. White, I don't think that's a good idea. (laughs) Wow, that was your Jesse Pinkman. That huh? was my Jesse Pinkman. Because you kind of sounded like the, the the nerdy kid from The Simpsons. <laughs> I know that occurred to me. <laughs> Another week of terrible, terrible impressions from you. My observation to you, sir, is your intros are getting longer and longer. It took a solid ten minutes before you even introduced me this week. <laughs> I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> All right, so Dave, let's hit up a couple of quick news items uh, before we dive in. There is a new product announced just this week from certainly one of my favorite companies right now, and that is Wise, W-Y-Z-E, and we have talked about their stuff on the podcast a bunch of times. Do you, you own any Wise products yourself? I do not. I know you keep raving about them, but they're they're too inexpensive for me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> if, if these things aren't three, four hundred dollars, you're not interested. All right, so I think maybe on the very first episode we talked about the Wise Cam, which is an indoor camera, live uh, security camera, really. That is all of twenty bucks. It's ridiculous that it's only twenty bucks because it's a really very capable camera that does all the things. And so this week, Wise has announced their new. V3 version of the camera, and amazingly, it's actually even better than the previous generation camera. It works both indoors and outdoors, which is a huge deal. So you can actually buy this and mount it outdoors if you want to. It's weatherproof. It supports something called color night vision. You know how night vision's always black and white? That's right. This, this will record in color for, for nighttime. Wait, how does it do that? Because I, infrared is is monochromatic. Because it uses something called a starlight sensor, which I don't know what that is, but Ooh, technology. it's amplifying starlight. Uh, sure. Maybe. Okay, no. Go no, that. that can't be right. I, I'm just making that up, people. Don't, don't uh, believe that's true. <laughs> well, it has something called dual IR night vision, which I guess is for both near and far IR lighting, and then this starlight thing for color. And anyway, it's just better. It's just more better. And here's the amazing part. It's still 20 bucks. 
Okay, that's good. I, I assume you were waiting for a response from me, like, yeah. ooh, yeah, that, that, that's I, I great, was, Rick. Yeah, could you, could you, try, could we just try that again, Dave? Guess what? It's still only twenty bucks. Oh my god, that's amazing, Rick. Thank you. Much, much better. Kind of phoned it in though. Uh, yeah, so I think pre-orders for the new Wise Cam are starting this week, and I don't know when it's due to ship. A lot of times with some of the Wise stuff, they they take two, three, four weeks to do pre-orders before they start shipping. So it may well be that it's into November or even December before you can actually get the thing. But uh, I've actually got one here, and I'm going to start testing it very soon. So I have no reason to think that it's not going to be as awesome as the previous model. So uh, if you haven't yet ordered a Wise Cam and you've been thinking about it, uh, hold on, because the V3 is here. That's great, but I think the more interesting story that we should be talking about right now is it's Black Friday already, Rick. No, that's like a month from now. I know. We just had Prime Day last week, the week before. I don't know. Time is meaningless now. But we said, oh, you know, if you missed the sale that you wanted to get, don't worry, because Black Friday and Cyber Monday are coming. Well, guess what? Retailers are just smearing their sales all through the month of November now. <laughs> As though the month of November was a piece of toast and the and retailers you're just spreading were, the mayonnaise on it. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, I saw you actually did a write-up about uh, what Walmart is doing this month, which is actually kind of interesting and a little bit different, and I have to say kind of good. So, like, what what are the highlights? They have different sales that are kicking in at different points of the month. So, November 4th, which is, I'm going to say next week, there are a few interesting sales coming up. Probably the single most interesting one is if you've been waiting for AirPods, people, they're going to be $99. So, that's $30 less than I think the best price you can get right now on them. I, I am pretty sure that's a historic low on, uh, on AirPods. Yeah, it's certainly the lowest I've ever seen. Uh, but they have a bunch of other stuff on sale as well. If you've been waiting for a robot vacuum, you're all about the robot vacuums, right, Rick? Oh, you know I love me some robot vacuums, and that was sarcasm because I hate robot yeah, vacuums. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> but I love robot vacuums, personally. And Eufy has a $150 robot vacuum on sale for 99 bucks. And then wow. a little later in the month, if you've been keeping your eye on, like, 55-inch TVs, there's a a Roku TCL 55-incher, that's $148 starting on November 7th. Yeah, that that is a crazy good deal, honestly. Um, I'm not sure. I think you, you'd be lucky to find that TV, I think, for $200 uh, on a sale. Yeah. Um, so $148 is pretty amazing. Everything's not just at Walmart. And in fact, Best Buy has some stuff right now as well. But what Best Buy is doing is really interesting. You'll want to check out the article in the show notes because they are, for a certain set of products, guaranteeing pricing now through Black Friday. So if you buy something right now and they have a better price for it on Black Friday, guess what? You get the difference. Yeah, I think they started doing that same kind of thing last year, like this this Black Friday price match guarantee thing or whatever, which yeah, which is is good. It's interesting to see that the that these big retailers are are necessarily leaning into to online. Like so for example, you know, <laughs> obviously Walmart and Best Buy and all the rest, they they don't want lines of people outside their stores uh, on Friday. No, they don't want to get do. sick. 
they do, but but you know that can't really happen this year. So I really, you know, it's funny. We talked about, a little bit about this last week. What's Black Friday going to look like this year? And we said, oh, don't worry, it's going to be the same as every year, where there's going to be huge sales. But we kind of foolishly left out that in-store sales. I think probably will look a bit different. And you can see this here with Walmart making this an an exclusively online affair. When we were talking about this last week, I just kind of disregarded the retail because I don't, I haven't left the house for Black Friday, I think, ever. This isn't Cabbage Patch Dolls in 1998. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see how, you know, your Walmarts and your Targets and everything like that deal with Black Friday, whether they're kind of like actively discouraging people from coming uh, because, you know, six feet apart in a line that was already out the door and around the, the block. I don't know how you do that this year. So I guess we'll wait and see. You start at your house and the line kind of bifurcates <laughs> to the two different Best Buys on either side of your town. And so you just kind of go to the left or the right as the line moves up. Oh, there's There's got to be an easier way. If only there was some manner that we could procure goods without having to go to a store. Some way to cyber it. Yeah, so um, I think the key thing to remember here is that even though these sales are going to be online, these items are going to go super, super, super quick. $99 AirPods, $150 55-inch Roku TV. Unfortunately, I feel like these are going to be similar to what we've seen with the new game consoles, you know, the PS5 and the new Xbox, where... They pop online and you can't even get to the the site crashes practically and you're really lucky to be able to get one. So, you know, it's a good news, bad news kind of thing that we're seeing these great prices queued up, but they're going to be hard to get. So um, I guess everybody just be at your computers uh, and, and try your luck. I have been saying for years that I want to eventually be able to upload my consciousness into a computer so that I don't ever die. And it occurs to me, if we can't even buy AirPods on sale without the site <laughs> crashing, I don't know if I want to upload my consciousness to a computer. <laughs> Well, not your modern, not your Windows computers. No, you don't want to do that. Hey, so last week, remember, we talked about cheap phones. And actually, we got some really great response from listeners and from readers uh, related to a, a, an article that I did. But let's shift gears and talk about phone service. You know, it's one thing to get yourself an affordably pl- priced phone. And well done if you did that. But now you got to pay the piper. You got to pay the... What do you got to pay? You got to <laughs> What's the expression I'm looking for? You got to pay the Peter. You got to pay the Paul. You got to pay somebody. You you're going to rob Peter to pay Paul. Right. <laughs> okay. So we're robbing Peter and now we're going to pay Verizon way too much money every month. So this is a subject that's been near and dear to my heart for a long time because I haven't been with a big four, or I guess now it's big three carrier for a number of years. And it's kind of been one of my missions in life to get people to stop paying these outrageous rates. I, 70, 80, $90 a month. It's, it's madness, Dave. Okay, but, but here's the thing that worries me because I see where this conversation is going. If we're not going to go to the big three, then that means you're going to start recommending that we go to an MVNO, right? A mobile well, virtual network operator, right? Yeah, so explain That's, what that is. It's yeah, scary, Rick. <laughs> These are companies that are leasing usage of the existing, like, like you can't have 150 companies all like putting up cell towers and laying cable lines and things like that. So instead, MVNOs, mobile virtual network operators, lease time on cell towers 
from the big three. So you'll have an MVNO that basically is leasing from AT&T or is leasing from Verizon or leasing from T-Mobile. So whatever characteristics those big guys have, that's what the MVO, MVNO will have as well. Did I do a good job of explaining that? You did. Um, and I wanted to, the last thing you said, you know, whatever characteristics they have, uh, you'll get from the smaller carrier as well, that, that actually within limits. Uh, so, you know, this is one of the things we're going to talk about is, is what are you sacrificing, if anything, when you make a switch like this? So first of all, I just want to mention that, that our conversation today is going to be mostly focused on a single line of service, an individual line. If you, need a family plan, three, four, five lines or whatever, you can get pretty decent multi-line discounts from your AT&T and your T-Mobile and your Verizon. And that's worth looking into. However, there may still be better deals to be had. But I just think for, for simplicity's sake, I want to focus on the single line. And I also want to note that my big reasoning for wanting to talk about this today is that I think we've all had our phones for years and years now. And I think people stick with the big three just out of inertia. You know, it's just like, this is the monthly bill. Every month I'm, I'm writing my check for 80 bucks and it's just how it is. And I want to, I'm, I'm here, we're here to say it doesn't have to be that way, that you can switch to a different carrier, still get the same level of service for the most part and pay considerably less. That's what I want to kind of dive into a little bit. You yourself made a switch recently, I think, <laughs> but you switched from one big three carrier <laughs> To another, right? You were paying AT&T some ungodly sum every month, and then you found a better deal at T-Mobile. Do you want to just kind of uh, recap that? Right. So I have a family plan and there are four lines. So I was paying $40 a line to AT&T forever. So I was paying $160 a month, but I switched over to T-Mobile not that long ago, just a couple of months ago. And now I'm paying $25 a line, which the difference between 25 and 40 doesn't sound like much. I mean, that's one sandwich from, from Jimmy John's. But (laughs) when you multiply that out, I'm paying $100 versus $160 a month. Pretty big difference. Plus, I went from a metered line with AT&T to unlimited data with T-Mobile. So I feel like I won like four different ways. Yeah. And so even within the big three, I mean, if you shop around a little bit, you may well be able to find yourself a better deal than what you're paying now. And here's here's a big thing. You know, I've heard this a lot where people say, well, you know, I'm I'm grandfathered into this plan that includes like unlimited data or or whatever. You know, they people are resi- reluctant to give up what they've been paying for years and years because three, four, five, six years ago, they thought they were getting the best deal at the time. Right. And, and, and you, I think the takeaway here is grandfathers are not everything they're cracked up to be. <laughs> no, some of them are terrible. <laughs> If you haven't looked in a while, it's time to it's time to start looking. Don't just assume that what you're paying, which was a good deal, is still the best deal. There may well be some better options out there. So one of the things I just mentioned was unlimited data, okay? And people, I think, erroneously think that unlimited data is something that you must have. And I'm here to argue that it, you may probably don't need to have unlimited data. And I mention that just because a lot of the MVNOs, the better deals are with plans that don't have unlimited data. Oh, and um, I'd agree 100% that probably relatively few people need unlimited data. Yeah, especially, unfortunately, in, in pandemic times when most of us are at home, 
even if you're going into work, you know, you have you have Wi-Fi at home. So data is a non-starter. You don't need data in your home if you have Wi-Fi. And you go to work where there's Wi-Fi. You don't need data there either. So the only time that anyone needs data is when they're out in the world. You know, they're they're driving around, which if you're driving, uh, I'm hoping you're not looking at your phone. But okay, you want to stream a podcast or whatever. You need data for that. If you're on a bus, if you're on a train or whatever, you need data for that. Well, Um, also, keep in mind that a lot of the things you do with your phone, you don't need data because you use the podcast example. If you subscribe to podcasts, they automatically download. Wait, that was a weird emphasis. They automatically (laughs) download. download, And so therefore, they're already on your phone. The only time that you would need data is if you're actively streaming something like, like Spotify music or something like that. But if you have it on the phone, you're still not using data. No, that's absolutely true. But I mean, I'll use like YouTube or, or TikTok as an example. Okay, these this is video that requires a fair amount of, of speed and bandwidth or whatever. And so if you want to be able to do those things when you're outside of your home or you're outside of your office, that's where you need data. Okay. And anyone who's a heavy consumer of that stuff, that's where an unlimited plan starts to become more important because video can kind of chew through your high-speed data pretty quickly. So that's the one exception, I think. That's that's the use case where somebody really does kind of need an unlimited data plan. But who, how many people are there right now that are outside the home for seven. hours at a time? There's seven, right. <laughs> so that's just the thing I'll, I'll ask you to keep in mind, that don't worship at the holy grail of the unlimited data plan because I don't think that for a lot of people it's necessary. And here's the other thing. Here's the really key thing is that if you switch over to another plan and you discover, oh, you know what, this five gigabytes of data that I'm getting every month, it's not enough for me. Or I really wish I, I had, you know, had an unlimited data plan. Guess what? You can switch back. It's it's no harm, no foul. Uh, the idea here is to try something different and see if it works out for you. Last week, we talked about how you typically get your phones. Like, weren't you doing like a financing thing through Apple you know, you're paying X amount of dollars per month and then you're getting a new phone every year or so. Yeah, that's the deal. I, I buy it through Apple. And so I'm paying like $50 a month on my iPhone 11. Right. So here's what I think is a really important tip. And I and I actually think that doing it that way is fine if you don't want to spend this big chunk of money up front, you know, $600, $800, whatever it is, you can finance an iPhone through Apple for no additional charge. In other words, you just pay kind of like the monthly fee, but you're not paying any finance charges or anything like that. So so then you still have the option of choosing your carrier. And the the really the thing I really want to stress is don't then turn around and lock yourself into a lease deal with one of the big three carriers. Because I think what happens a lot of times is people think, okay, I got to pay 40 bucks a month for the phone, and now I'm going to be with AT&T or Verizon or whatever while I'm paying off that phone, and now suddenly my bill is $100 a month because I got to pay $40 for the phone, then I have to pay $60, $70, $80 a month for the service. You don't have to do that. You can finance your phone, and whether it's an iPhone or whether it's a Samsung phone, you do it through Samsung or whatever, and then turn around. As long as that phone is unlocked, you can then go to a Mint Mobile or a Cricket or a Visible or one of these other carriers that we're going to talk about and pay for service through them directly. In other words, you don't have to bundle the whole thing together. And what's nice about that is because while you're paying off your phone – If you decide you want to switch carriers, you can do that. You're not stuck 
with one of the big three while you're paying for your phone. So right. the, the takeaway here is it's fine to finance your phone. It's fine to pay installments. Just don't do it with a carrier because the carrier yes. locks you into their plan for two years. And then you can't leave. If something better comes along, you're stuck. Exactly. Exactly right. So that's one important consideration. And let's quickly talk about a couple of the carriers that I think we like as alternatives to the big three. <laughs> okay, you're with, you're with T-Mobile, so... <laughs> I know, but I do have a favorite. Boy, this is weird. It's not that it's a favorite that like I would switch to it in a heartbeat if I wasn't locked into T-Mobile, but I love their conceit. I love their gimmick. Which is? It's Tello. What I like about them is you build a plan a la carte using sliders on the website where it's... It's like a roulette wheel or something where you dial in how many minutes you want and how much data you want, and they are completely independent of each other. So you can go anywhere from nothing to unlimited in a whole bunch of different increments, and you just choose what you want, and they adjust the pricing on the fly. I, you see very few carriers that work that way, and I just really like that idea. Yeah, it's nice that you can get granular. If you're somebody who just really never talks on the phone, you, you barely need any minutes at all. So you choose 100 minutes per month, and you pay three bucks for that, you know, so you can have it if you need it, but... It's, it's like the old cable thing. Like, you know, you're paying, you know, a zillion dollars a month for all these channels that you don't watch. Why be paying for a service that you're not really using? And again, it sort of goes back to the whole fallacy of this unlimited thing. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have unlimited, but if you're paying extra to get it, then what's, that's, that's silly. What, so what, what are your favorites then? So I have two that I are kind of my go-tos, uh, when people ask me for, uh, a service to look into. One is Mint Mobile and I kind of like their shtick as well, which is that you prepay for three, six, or 12 months at a time, and then you get a, a really low rate by doing that. So instead of paying month to month, you're buying a chunk of service in advance. And just as an example, like right now, the thing they have going on is for $15 a month, which again, you'd prepay three months at a time. So it'd be, you'd pay 45 bucks to get three months of service. You get unlimited talk and text, and then you get three gigabytes of high-speed data per month. And, you know, again, for somebody who's had unlimited data, they might think, oh, my gosh, oh, I could never get by on three gigabytes per month. I'm here to tell you I get by on about that much per month. I, I've checked to see how much data I use in any given month, and a lot of times I don't even use that much. So that's worth a look. They also now have an unlimited plan, which works out to $30 a month if you prepay for the entire year. So 360 bucks buys you fully unlimited service for an entire year. That is so much cheaper than what you're paying to, at a minimum, from AT&T or, or Verizon or T-Mobile for a single line. So Mint is one I recommend checking out. And then I'll just quickly mention Visible as well, because Visible operates on Verizon's network. And I know a lot of people really, really love their Verizon. Check out Visible because it's either $40 a month for an individual line or tw as low as $25 a month if you 
get on their party pay plan, which you can do with friends or family members or coworkers or even strangers. Uh, you can get your bill as low as 25 bucks a month. All of this is listed in an article that we will link to about some really cheap carriers and what they're offering right now. There was one other carrier I wanted to mention, and I don't know if it's in your article. Did you talk about Ting? I did not talk about Ting. Ting is like a user favorite. It's like a cult favorite. People love Ting. The way that I like to describe Ting is it's the service you use for the phone that you put in your bug out bag. <laughs> so you pay just, I think it's $6 or $7 a month just to maintain the service. And then you only pay for actual usage. So if you don't use the phone at all in the month, you only pay six bucks. But you get charged for every text, every call you make, for any data you use on top of that. And if you only use it a little bit, like it's an emergency phone or something like that, it doesn't cost that much. But I love the idea of just throwing it in a bag that you keep it charged up just in case, you know, the feds come crashing down the door and you have to pop out the window. That's your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ting, Ting's your service if you're being watched by the feds. So I'll just wrap this up with, I guess, kind of the usual caveats when you're dealing with any switching uh, any carrier at all is that your phone needs to be unlocked, or ideally it should be unlocked so that you kind of maximize where you can take it. And it has to be compatible with the carrier you want to switch to because there are certain phones, and certainly these older ones, are limited to working on either a GSM network or a CDMA network. And I'm not going to get into all the techie details about what that means. You can look it up. But you just before you cancel service with somebody and switch to somebody else, you should just make sure that your phone is going to work with where you're planning to take it. As always, everybody, we would love to hear from you on this. What carrier are you with now and why? What are you looking to switch to? What have you switched to? Tell us all about it. Send an email to show at cbsinteractive.com. I may not be able to download my consciousness into a computer quite yet, but I am getting close with the Oculus Quest 2. And Rick, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think we've talked about it a couple of times. The new VR headset from Oculus Facebook is out and it's amazing. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. Have you gotten your hands on one yet? I have gotten my hands on one and um, it seems kind of... I guess crazy in a way to <laughs> to mention this product again on the Cheapskate show because this is not a cheap product. It's still three hundred bucks. But yeah, man, but it used oh to man. be four hundred dollars and That's it's true. better. So yeah. I, I don't know. I this does feel like a cheapskate product to me in a sense. In a sense. So real quick, what's your like review of the new version? Like, would you say it's an order of magnitude better than the previous one, or it's just kind of incrementally better? What's your take? I thought it was going to be an order of magnitude better. Somehow I had built it up in my mind that it was going to be the best experience ever, and it would be a night and day difference. It's not. But this much I can say, directly comparing the two headsets, the original Quest and the new Quest, the screen door effect is simply gone. I can't visually detect it. The screen door effect in VR happens where you get this grid-like experience of like looking through visuals through like a screen door because the resolution is too low. Well, 
it has 50% higher resolution than the original Quest, I don't see any screen dooring at all. So, so that's awesome. It's slightly lighter. It has a few other minor improvements. And so the bottom line is it ends up being an incremental improvement, but it's a big increment. It's just not exponential. What do you think? Well, much as it pains me, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's a slightly better product than the previous version. And to I the guess- max. <laughs> to the extreme <laughs> but for a hundred bucks less and yeah the the resolution is really kind of the key thing because when i would play the previous quest i would always just kind of half notice that things were a little maybe blurry just or not blurry but just not sharp not crisp and when i put the two on my face it's sharp i mean it really looks good. I noticed the difference right away. That kind of falls away when you're actually doing stuff because when you're doing VR, I find that as long as the, you know, the images are are realistic enough that I'm not yeah, really paying that close attention. You get attention. lost in the experience. You stop exactly. thinking about how sharp everything is. Right. But that being said, I mean given the choice between the two, it's a it's a no-brainer. So, the reason I kind of wanted to talk about this again one last time is that In recent weeks, I've been testing some uh, home boxing equipment, all kinds of different things, because I can't go to kickboxing classes anymore, and I really miss it, and I'm really bummed that COVID is preventing me from taking these classes, so... I've been looking at like these really kind of highfalutin fancy things where there's like actual pads set up and you like, you know, can do an actual guided boxing workout and just all kinds of kind of high tech things. But have you tried any of the boxing simulators uh, on the quest? I have not. Are you recommending them? I am. I've only just tried a couple right now. But for one thing, it's really freaky to stand in front of a virtual person who's trying to punch you. (laughs) And... (laughs) And by freaky, I mean like, well, I mean freaky, but it's in a cool way. I mean, once you get over the fact that it seems like someone's trying to hit you, you can kind of get lost in what it's like to spar with somebody and not actually get hurt. And even just something as simple as as hitting a virtual heavy bag, you would think would be lame. Like you're just punching the air and it's just, you know, it's like an aerobic kickboxing class, which to me is not fun. But there's feedback. You know, you hear the sound of the bag getting hit. You feel it in the controller. It's actually kind of fun. So is there Uh, a speed bag in the game? Because I never got good at that when we used to kickbox. Yeah. So what's funny is that the speed bag, you know, in, in real life, you have to hit a speed bag exactly so, so that it doesn't flop all over the place. In the virtual version, you can't miss hit it. So you can just (laughs) flail at that thing all you want, and it's perfect speed bag, which maybe that's not, you know, good because you should be learning proper technique. But Yeah, so that's like basically playing Guitar Hero, and you come out sounding like Eddie Van Halen no matter (laughs) what you do. For If you're looking for a virtual workout, this is really kind of fun. And let me ask you, because I think you mentioned it before, doesn't the Quest, aren't there like replacement or like sports-specific inserts that you can get so you don't like sweat all over the thing? Yeah, there are a number of premium replacement pads that you can put on the mask. And I subscribe to Supernatural, which is a exercise game that's sort of inspired by Beat Saber. And when I signed up, 
up, they actually sent me a rubberized insert to put there so I don't sweat on the headset. Yeah, so that that's something I would definitely like to get because that's my kind of one concern with using the Oculus for any kind of workout is that I just, I, I'm going to get all sweaty and gross and I don't want to ruin the thing or just make it look all yucky as a result. So I would want to find something like that. Anyway, if you're <laughs> if you're mix, missing boxing the way I am, or you just want to, I don't know, try exercising yeah, boxing, in boxing, it doesn't matter whether it's boxing or anything else. I highly recommend, if you have any interest in virtual reality, give the Oculus Quest 2 a shot. You don't need the $400, 256-gig version. Just get the $300 one. That's everything you need. And that's our show this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We will be back again with more deals and money-saving advice. In the meantime, you can find daily deals by visiting cnet.com slash cheapskate and following us on Twitter at Cheapskate Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rick. Once again, our email address is cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com. And you can even sign up for deal alerts by sending a text message to 415-878-5807. And as always... We'd be eternally grateful if you left us a rating or review on your preferred podcast platform. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap. <laughs>